The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The Word of God we want to consider today is the beginning of our Old Testament reading for, for yesterday, this past Sunday, from Ezekiel chapter 18. We're looking at verses 1 to 4 right now, where Ezekiel wrote, The Word of the Lord came to me. What do you people mean by quoting this proverb about the land of Israel? The fathers eat sour grapes and the children's teeth are set on edge. As surely as I live, declares the sovereign Lord, you will no longer quote this proverb in Israel, for every living soul belongs to me. The father as well as the son, both alike belong to me. The soul who sins is the one who will die. My dear friends in Christ, Ezekiel was a prophet who served at basically the same time that the prophet Jeremiah served, and that was a rough time for God's people, for the children of Israel. It was just before and then the beginning years of the Babylonian captivity. And of course, the Babylonian captivity, God had the Israelites ex exiled like they were, left the, removed from the promised land of Palestine, many of them, because of their idol worship, because they rejected God. And after the 70 years of that captivity was over, well, basically, that captivity did serve its purpose because those who returned to the promised land of Palestine, idolatry wasn't really a problem for them anymore. Worshiping idols, they had other problems that they needed to deal with, but that problem seemed to be dealt with quite a bit. Before the captivity, Ezekiel, he had the job of warning the people, telling them about the coming judgment, warning them, and, well, if, if they would have listened to that warning, who knows what would have happened. But he told them about that coming judgment, and then after the captivity began, then his message changed a bit. Instead of the warnings, what he did is he gave, well, God's people this assurance, the promise that one day what God would do is he would deliver his people, get them back to the promised land so that, well, the Savior could be born and, and win salvation for us. But now our reading for today is a portion from a portion of Ezekiel's ministry prior to the captivity beginning. And Ezekiel had been spending a good bit of time warning the people, warning the people about the coming judgment. And, and when he warned them, what happened is that they complained, they complained, and they said that basically what they felt was the case is that they were getting punished for their fathers, their ancestors' sins. Ezekiel wrote, The word of the Lord came to me, what do you people mean by quoting this proverb about the land of Israel? The fathers eat sour grapes and the children's teeth are set on edge. 
they were saying that the fathers got to do what they wanted to do, that they could eat the sour grapes, they could sin and rebel against God, and then now what was happening is that the children, their descendants, they're having to pay the consequences. And, well, if you think about it, the conclusion to the commandments does say something that sounds similar to that. Well, in it, God says, For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, punishing the children for the sin of the fathers to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me. But remember that in the conclusion, God also says he shows love to a thousand generations of those who love him and keep his commandments. And the point is, is that the punishment is passed on from the fathers to the children when there is that continued rejection of God, when people don't believe in Jesus, when they hate and reject God. So really, those people who face punishment by their own right, they deserve the punishment that they get. But the Israelites, they had no reason to quote this proverb and claim that it was because of their ancestors that they were suffering. Ezekiel wrote, As surely as I live, declares the Sovereign Lord, you will no longer quote this proverb in Israel. For every living soul belongs to me, the Father as well as the Son, both alike belong to me. The soul who sins is the one who will die. Think of what the Lord is actually saying here. People may be tempted or inclined to say that God is unjust and unfair as, as some of the Israelites doing were doing. However, what does he say here? Every living soul belongs to the Lord. Both alike belong to the Lord, we could say. The Father, the Son, the parents, the descendants, the ancestors, their descendants. Well, actually, all of us, all people belong to the Lord. And that doesn't mean that everyone is a believing child of God. That would be great if it were true. But everyone ultimately belongs to God. He's the creator of all, and he will deal with all of us according to who he is. And here, well, the section begins, the word of the Lord came to me. He is the Lord. And who is the Lord? Well, he is the one who does hate sin and demands that all sin be paid for. Well, he, he says, the soul who sins is the one who will die. But he's also the one who nevertheless loves us so much that he gave us his son to pay for our sins for us so that we wouldn't have to pay for our sins so that we could have heaven. And now, both groups, thinking of those who reject God, those who by God's grace believe in Jesus, well, both alike belong to the Lord. And that's important for us to realize that it's always God's desire with all people to deal with all people according to his grace and love. And now the unbeliever, 
he may complain that God is unjust, but he's wrong. What God wants to do for the unbeliever is he wants to forgive and to not make them pay for their sins. Well, Jesus did pay for their sins with, the de with his death on the cross. But because they reject God, because they reject Jesus, well, they've rejected his forgiveness and as it says, the soul who sins is the one who will die. But we who by the grace of God believe in Jesus, isn't it great to know that we have absolutely nothing to complain about? We have just every reason to rejoice because we don't get what we deserve because of our sins. Jesus got that for us. We get what Jesus won for us with his life, his death, and his resurrection, and what we believers can keep on doing is we can keep on talking to the unbelievers in the world around us and telling them always that what God wants to do is he wants them too to believe in Jesus so that they don't have to pay for their sins so that they too could enjoy God's grace and love forever. And wouldn't it be great if the Holy Spirit worked on all of their hearts so that they can know the grace and love of God that we know. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, our Heavenly Father, there are many things that we are tempted to complain about in this sinful world. But there's one thing we certainly can't complain about. We can only rejoice in knowing that you always want to deal with us and all people according to your grace and love. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. We pray in your name. Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.